0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to geek Scott Game, the Geek vs. All-Video Game podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Josiah Leroy. With me today, to my left, Mr. Jeffrey Pavlak. What's up, Jeff? What's going on, dude? And to my right, a very, very special guest here. Um, if you are a fan of Buffalo hockey at all, odds are you follow him on Twitter, Twitter. Um, May I say the president of the Thirty Club?
1: Yes, yes, the uh, president and creator.
0: Yes, uh, Mr. Jeremy White of and WGR caretaker. <laughs> and caretaker. How's it going, Jerry?
1: Going good. Thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely, very excited to have you on the show today. Uh, so this is kind of our pre E three. Uh, show our, We always joke it's our E3 extravaganza. So we're going to go through uh, you know some of our typical segments here today and then go through uh, just a few E3 predictions uh, for what we think is going to happen this year. That's always uh, some of the fun of it. I think guessing what's going to happen on stage in L.A.
2: Often getting it wrong.
0: Often getting it wrong. Mine are kind of bleak this year. Yeah. Um, so maybe...
2: I had a couple last year that were a little wild from the start and they did not pan out.
0: <laughs> no, I was right on uh, Elder Scrolls 6, though. Yes, that's right. Even though it was really... Not much of anything, but uh, all right. Why don't we start with what's in your system? I think, Jared, this is a perfect uh, kind of segue uh, to get to know you as a gamer. Sure, a bit. sure.
1: All so right. Um, let me see. I've I've had some Elder Scroll scrolls. I played Skyrim, 120 hours on that. All right. Uh, accidentally deleted the file. And oh no! It was I, I'd beaten it. Oh good. Okay. Okay. But, but still, but still, you want sti- to go oh. in and just. Yeah, <laughs> devastating. Yeah, oh god. It hurts. The closest one I had was about ninety-nine hours in, and you know that's still pretty far along, but you just can't do it once you, once you've deleted oh, yeah. it. Yeah. So, uh, plenty of Skyrim. Um, what else? I mean, if, if we're talking RPGs, like I've played The Witcher three all the way through. I've played. You name the biggest games that get the best reviews. My, um, you know, my taste is if it gets a ten, I'm going to buy it. Sure. You know, I, I can bounce around different uh genres, but I play plenty of RPGs, um, you know, Red Dead, I play a lot of FIFA. Um I've played I played the Witness, that puzzle game that was yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh. That's what yeah. I've not played. Okay. Uh, it, challenging? Very. Um yeah. really cool and really interesting, you know, to the point where my wife and I were figuring out puzzles together, then I went a little bit ahead and they get so hard. It is just but but it's 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 a good challenge. So um you know i bounce around a lot of stuff the thing i probably play the least are first person shooters like everything else i'm all about uh online shooting games i used to i just kind of get away from that because my internet connection is not good uh. <laughs> so i kind of have to rely on what i can do at yeah. home uh and fix my internet so i can get back to playing fifa let's online. make or break yeah yeah
0: good stuff uh so a lot of the open world stuff which is good because yeah yeah you know witcher 3 i i've never finished but i i got a good chunk of the way into that i've well, started
2: it a few times uh, just amazing game it's One beautiful too. several years
0: yeah it really even i know it's only a few years old now but it like it looks very good And also,
1: it, it brought the thing that um if you guys finished red dead you know red dead had like the four endings yeah the witcher 3 had five or six decisions you could make that would change the ending that you got so along the way you know who do you decide to help and you don't really know at the time that the ending is going to be determined by that. Right. So
2: you talk to your friend, you probably got a completely different yeah. ending from them, possibly. Right. And when talk I finished another friend, re- yeah. when,
1: I, when I finished Red Dead, I got an ending, and I went online to look and saw the three Red Dead endings, and mine wasn't on there. <laughs> I got the fourth <laughs> one, and I <laughs> thought I, you know, was I losing my mind or anything <laughs> like that? But you know, that's something I appreciate, where you have an open world. And you can kind of change the outcome and get a bunch of different endings. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, I do
0: like the the interactive, uh, I guess, immersive experiences when it comes to, I guess, really affecting the outcome um, and kind of having meaning. You know, like you said, there, yeah. there's n- numerous endings there. I think it's it's more fun that way because it holds more weight.
1: Your decisions make a difference.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I uh, for whatever reason I kept like missing Skyrim. Like I I didn't play it on the 360 generation. Um, the special edition came out on the PS4, Xbox One, and I played it and it just didn't strike a chord. And I feel like I just played it way too late. I don't know. I I feel like guilty for not like loving it.
1: I feel bad you missed it. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, it I know. Was, I had never played any other Elder Scrolls games. It was the you know like I said it got a 10 out of 10 from all reviews, and I thought let's do it like yeah. I'll, I'll get in on that and it was great you know mean you put a hundred plus hours into there's a lot of people like you skyrim
2: was their first introduction you know their introduction to this, uh, elder scroll so you're definitely not alone in that a lot oh yeah of people yeah. got I think introduced a lot of people. to the series through yeah. that
1: game and you guys might be able to tell me the, the games that have come after it i've been tempted they just released that new what's that called the l um on, it's all online. Oh, Elder Scrolls Online? But then oh, there's yeah. a new one, the Elsur or whatever it's called. I think I, that's an expansion. I okay. don't know if it's a brand new game. So Elder Scrolls Online, mm-hmm. I've never made the jump because I just, it's a little bit intimidating. Like, it's not a campaign game. Right. And it's not to say I wouldn't like it. I just, I haven't I haven't made that leap yet. But, you know, the amount that I liked Skyrim, every time I see anything come out from Elder Scrolls, I think, maybe. Maybe, maybe I would. you yeah. at least willing to give it consideration. Sure, now. yeah. Right.
0: I'm usually of the mind where I like a game to have an end. I know that sounds kind of (laughs) funny to say. Like, you could play play Skyrim forever, but there is a main campaign to it, right? Some people do. (laughs) Some people do. They're still playing it. Ironically enough, uh, so I I worked at GameStop when Skyrim came out, and I worked the midnight release with TJ Luckman, by the way. Um, And that was, like, one of the most fun experiences ever, just because so many people there were so, like, enthused and excited and passionate about that series. And I kind of was, like, almost oblivious to it. Right. no pun intended with oblivion before that i guess yeah. but um yeah so uh red dead you're red a big dead. proponent of that's
1: a game i wish did not end <laughs> yeah I, I would i mean i would yes i would be playing that still. <laughs> um, and the online version of it i know they just had an update where it's supposed to be much better um but i haven't i haven't really ventured too far into the online on that yet
0: yeah same here but did i love um,
1: red dead too it was amazing
0: uh i don't forgive me if we said uh, ps4 or xbox ps4, yeah? PS4, PS4. sorry i ps4 okay. Gotcha, gotcha. We kind of got the trifecta going here, then. We do. I've, I, I've, I've, I've got them both, but I, I kind of lean towards Xbox One for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, uh, I, think I,
1: I should say I also have a Switch.
0: Okay, that was my next question. Gotcha.
1: Good stuff. Le- Zelda Breath of the Wild. My man. Masterpiece. My man. <laughs> yeah, An absolute masterpiece.
0: Speaking his language there. We, uh, yeah, we didn't give it a 10. What's that? We didn't give it a 10. No, we did not. Close.
1: Nine point two five. I think I so. Believe, the Breath score. of the Wild so. did not get a ten. It did not. No. I want to see the negatives. What were the what were the marks against?
2: Well, but you take that away. I
0: mean, we could sit here and talk about this for hours.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm open. I'm open to hearing what was wrong with it. But it was. I mean, just an incredibly fun. Oh, game. absolutely.
0: So that was my first Zelda experience, believe it or not, which is kind of crazy. And that
1: was like my 22nd yeah. or something okay. like that. Two ends of the spectrum here. So we yeah. kind of
0: tackled the review
1: together. And there are other Zeldas that got better scores. Like I, I'm told... I, I, same for me. Same thing. I got the Switch. Why? Because Zelda got 10s. Yeah. So right. I wanted to play Zelda. It was the only way to do it. So I got a Switch.
0: That'll do it. It. Uh, what do you think some of the, I guess, things that held it back from being a, a perfect game, uh, if you for will? Me,
1: the, just the...
2: The story I did not like at all. You're comparing
1: um, it to other Zelda's, yes. Basically? In, in yeah.
2: a lot of this, yes. Um, I I thought the enemy variety was very poor. I mean, bosses there really weren't any aside from the like the blight Ganons, which got a little old after a while. Um, one of the other things was just that the dungeons. I really like that concept, you know, the divine beasts. But I miss the like the fire dungeon, you know, the forest temple, all the different aesthetics and different uh, themes for the dungeons as opposed to just these you know stone creatures that you control. Which, granted, I thought the idea was wonderful it's just that to me is not the pinnacle of what zelda can be amazing game but just still a pin- very very oh, yeah, nice absolutely. it's amazing yeah. game and amazing zelda game. yeah i just feel like ocarina of time twilight princess for example are superior zelda games
0: sure sure oh i mean from what i've heard i guess i can't speak to it right. but uh super mario odyssey was kind of my first switch game that really just Man, I love that game. We've talked about it so many times. I don't know what it was. It resonated really. Um, It's a game I felt like I wanted to go back to over and over again. It was good at home, in the living room, or it's good on the go. Uh, Can't go wrong. Jeff, what are you playing right now?
2: Ironically, a game that came out the same month as Skyrim. I'm playing Skyward Sword, another Zelda game. Um, Finally, going back to that, I told you a couple episodes ago I wanted to replay some games this summer, particularly Zelda games. I'm running out of time, though, because the Switch is about to get an avalanche of heavy hitters. Yeah, you better hurry the up. End of the month, so I don't really have a lot of time to catch up on games that I want to, but I finally went back to Skyward Sword, uh, just as much fun as I had before. Although, I definitely forgot what it's like to play with the motion controls from the Wii. Uh, it's been far yeah. too long since I've played a game with you know that extensive motion control, and Skyward Sword is you know, the foundation is built on the Motion Plus, so the one-to-one control. It, t- it definitely took me a while to get used to that again after just holding a regular controller for so long.
0: It's been a long time since I went Wii bowling, that's for sure. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's been and a number of all years. all
2: the times you beat me at Wii baseball.
0: That's true. I, I'm the best. It is what it is. Um, I'm kind of playing through what I consider a challenging game right now, Oregon the Blind Forest. Um, is that on Switch? Did it make that up? It is up? not yet. It's coming. Well, no, Guess? I don't actually know I don't think Via it can. Via Game Pass, I think it is. Man. Xbox. Anyway. Yeah. Right now playing on Xbox One, it is a lot harder than I thought it was. It is gorgeous, atmospheric. Um, they did a really nice job with it. I'm like halfway through, but um, they keep track of your uh, very few things, and one of them is your death count. And I don't, I don't want to <laughs> share it until I'm done. It's bad, like Dark Souls bad, or ah, I don't want to talk about it. Um, also playing through Sniper Elite V2 on Switch. We got a review copy of that. That's really fun to kind of play on the, the handheld. And then a game that I'd never anticipated that I would pick up, which was Metro Exodus. Uh, Best Buy had it for 30 bucks over the weekend. And uh, we got our hands on it last year at E3. And um, it, it is buggy, but it's kind of like... Um, I wouldn't say it's quite an RPG, but it's, it's a more story-based shooter than what you would see with, like, a, a Call of Duty or a Battlefield. Gotcha. Um, and I kind of enjoy that. Um, I missed that one, unfortunately, so that, I can't
2: speak too much to
0: it. No, it, it, you know, like I said, it, it's buggy. It's frozen a number of times on me, which is kind of crazy that that still happens. But um, nonetheless, I'm enjoying it. Um,
1: Jer, this is kind of... Uh, Playing now? I didn't answer that one. I just gave you all the things I have in my system. Playing now, <laughs> bouncing between Dead Cells
0: very good game. Long game. you very pick up game. for
1: just 20 minutes or whatever. Yep. Yeah. Um and then I have Assassin's Creed Odyssey because it was on sale for 15 bucks and I hadn't played an Assassin's Creed in a couple of years. Um and it's fine. It just it's I'm just waiting for my next game. Oh, I got you. I'm in that spot. Waiting for the next game that I'm going to get. I I don't know what it is.
0: Anything um
1: on the radar? Th- yeah. I was hoping Days Gone got a great review and it didn't, so I stayed away. Yeah. Um what about there's another one that I've been close. You know, I've been loaded up in the screen and almost bought it. Is that uh, Shadows Die Twice?
0: Yes, uh, Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice. Very I'm with you game. on that.
1: Yep, worth it. I, I haven't jumped in. We've one Be of our warned. people. It's very difficult.
2: That's what I hear. It is very, very very difficult. difficult. So it, you're going to need to make a commitment to it if yeah. you're going to want to play all the way through. Yeah.
1: Whatever. Our- decide if I want. I know. I no.
2: I, com- no, I <laughs> yeah. completely understand that. Some of these games require a lot of dedication to you know see through to the end, do their mechanics. and yeah. The length of the game.
1: That's all what you're in for. I mean, I was into brushing and feeding my horse in Red Dead and doing all the minutia. So I mean, if you if you're up to sign up for it, I mean, whatever.
0: I don't. One of our, our writers is enjoying it very much. Um, and I didn't. He never struck me as kind of like a Dark Souls, really tough game kind of guy. So I don't know if that says anything or not. I Seth. think
2: they did try to tone it down a bit just because of the mm-hmm. reputation that Dark Souls had, but I think compared so to, to any other action RPG, this one's going to kick your butt,
0: too, might, most likely. Might be a little bit nicer uh, barrier to, to entry than yeah, you would see on a game like that, or, or maybe it. like um, uh, Bloodborne. Maybe it's yeah. comparable to that, but I never played that either. Um, a few of the community responses, you can get in on the conversation at facebook.com slash one of our good friends, Brendan Van Allen from Community Beer Works, uh, he says he doesn't have much time for games, but he's playing Hearthstone, which is great. Uh, Jim Kiblin said he's playing Overwatch and Apex Legends. Brian Sibbets is playing MLB The Show. This was my favorite one. Uh, James Gruber is playing Twisted Metal for PS1. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: Going back to the original, huh?
0: Yeah, that's interesting. Did you hear about uh, the Twisted Metal TV series? That's like sony signed on for
2: no i did not either no
0: yeah so that's the thing i, I don't know where that's going to be housed <laughs> yeah how do you do a story out of that like i think you could <laughs> um i you know whether it's sweet tooth or calypso i think you've got some options there um i always loved twisted Metal growing up and then uh john fick from geekiverse also he's playing uncharted lost legacy which i really enjoyed uh that was kind of the offshoot uncharted game with uh some new protagonists that came out two years ago i think Jer, favorite game or series of all time? If I can ask you that without putting you on the spot too much. Um,
1: I mean, I could cheat. It, what what counts is the most hours I've spent of any game. It's, Which one did you enjoy most? I mean, it's 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 a trick question because the answer is going to be FIFA. But that's not you know sports games don't really count. I, but but <laughs> I mean, I play FIFA religiously. Yeah. Um, or I have for years. For eight years, I get it every single year. I'll play the hell out of it all the time. But favorite series. I mean, The Witcher was an incredible game. If, if we're going series that I always get, I'm trying to think, like, just roll through what I've purchased over the last however many years. I should pull up my like, PlayStation account. It's hard. See, see what's <laughs> in my library. I only got, like, seven games on there at a time. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a tough question. I I, I, I guess my, my pet answer is FIFA, just because I I know that I've gotten it every single year. Sure. So they got a lot of money out of me. <laughs> <laughs> and I do... Ultimate Team. It took me a couple of years to realize what that was, and yeah. have a lot of fun with that. And then, you know, be one of the guys that packed a '94 Ronaldinho once, which was well then worth you know 1.5 million coins. So, <laughs> oh right, gosh. sold that, put together a dream team. It was uh, so yeah. I guess That's my answer is FIFA.
0: Gotcha. I'm. Um, I've always been an NHL guy. Um, in terms of Ultimate Team, I've. First, it's never. Taken off with me. But you said it took a while with you for FIFA.
1: I tried it with NHL, I can't do it.
0: Okay. And I
1: I know that it exists for Madden, but the format is just so you know, with with soccer, you have so many different leagues and teams. There are thousands of players to work with. And in the NHL versions, it's just not really the same. You know, Mm -hmm. I I don't think it works the same.
0: I think it gets old quick. That's kind of been my, my complaint with it.
1: And you can peek at, you know, who's your peak player? It's I guess Sidney Crosby or somebody like that. Whereas in the FIFA games you can get a guy that's great but you're still nowhere near Messi or Suarez or guys that are just a totally different tier. that You'll n- you'll never have them on your team ever. In the NHL, I feel like it's kind of hard to keep the great players off your team because there isn't that pool.
0: Yeah, that makes sense because it's kind of... Yeah, I, it, the NHL series does not have the leagues in terms of depth that a FIFA would. That's There's no doubt about it. Um, we're going to get to the news here. Just a few items on the list uh, for this week, but uh, one of note, the uh, 2018 God of War surpassed 10 million units sold. I think that's kind of incredible for a system exclusive game.
2: No, absolutely. It, it, you don't see that too often. When when you see 10 million copies being sold, it's usually between a multi-platform game. Very rare for a single console exclusive to do
0: that. So Sony now between God of War, Uncharted and The Last of Us, they included The Last of Us in this even though there's the one game. Um they included the remaster for PS4 in, in the the sales chart but all of them have experienced growth from the respective generations from PS2 to PS3 to PS4 which is kind of amazing cuz it's like people have always said like you grow up with PlayStation i think that's kind of cool like naughty dog had crash bandicoot back then, back in the day and then they went to uncharted which was a fun sort of you know indiana jones like series and then they get to a more mature story like last of us um, i think there's some weight to that to, to kind of grown up with, with PlayStation there. Like, they've grown up with the gamer as the gamer gets older.
2: Hey, you know, 20, no more than 20 years in the industry now going back to yeah. the original PlayStation, so absolutely. Um, what would you think of the new God of War?
1: Amazing.
0: I did give that a 10 of 10. 10 of 10. <laughs> I did.
1: Okay. Um, I played it, I beat it, I finished it. It had a... L- the only thing I didn't like about it, I only like missed one thing, which was the map wasn't easy to use. I agree. Everything else... You know, the story was good. The graphics were good. The acting was incredible, I want to say. The voice acting was incredible. Uh, so I, I did like it a lot, but it was it was kind of, I don't know, I felt like it was between open world and you still have to find a path. Yeah, no, a that's little bit. It
0: was, that's for true. sure. It, did you think, so when you finished the game, like the main story, did you go back for any of the side quests at all?
1: I did not, I really. Did, I didn't really either, and I thought, I thought I probably should have had to uncover more of the map to finish the the game. Yeah. Because you know, as it's they did that effect where it's covered in clouds, you can't see everything. Right. And I think, yeah, all right, well I already finished the game, so I, I can't exactly see how much of the world there is that I haven't found yet.
0: That makes sense. I it was a game I always wanted to go back to, but for some reason I haven't. I don't know. I feel um, like
2: the next one goes completely open world. You think? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think. I mean obviously it'll be a few years from now, but I think that that's where they're heading.
0: Yeah, I mean that's that was uh quite the project. Um but uh between The Last of Us Uncharted and God of War, all of those series have well passed over now combined uh ten million, uh which again, saying a lot that those are exclusive to the PlayStation brand. Um this one was kind of a little bit under the radar. We're still waiting on confirmation, but the, uh, the new Call of Duty is going to be called Modern Warfare. We won't spend much time on this. They're, um, they're kind of rebooting it, much like God of War. Um, and it's funny because people on, on Twitter were going nuts that it, it didn't have a number. They're like, how are you going to separate it from any of the previous Modern Warfares? And That's like, really what they care about, huh? Yeah, like, it's still going to sell crazy good. Nothing's going to hold it back, right?
2: Yeah. I I just don't know, yeah, why you're complaining about a number. If it's people are legitimately upset about that.
0: It's kinda funny. I don't know. We'll see. Uh it's gonna be developed by Infinity Ward, who did all the, the previous uh Modern Warfare games. Um, modern it was funny, someone tweeted this out today. The original Modern Warfare was the fourth Call of Duty, uh which is going back a ways now. But this will be the, the fourth Modern Warfare and ironically enough to drop in the number. Thought that was an interesting tidbit. Um, what I really thought was interesting in terms of news this week was uh, Playdate. So this isn't, this isn't getting a lot of press coverage to me, but it is a new gaming system. It looks very similar. If you haven't seen this online just yet, we'll post a picture. But it looks like um, the Game Boy Advance, the SP. Like that kind of clamshell almost in terms of how sleek it is and what its style is. Um, it's created by a company called Panic. It, uh, Panic has been around for about 20 years. They've made iOS and Mac software during that time, including Firewatch, which is a very well...
1: Played Firewatch?
0: Yeah. Fun. It's a well-renowned game, Yeah, critically and commercially. So they decided they kind of wanted to get creative, and they're creating their own system. Now, it's only going to be black and white in terms of graphics. Um, it's going to have 12 games on it when you purchase it, and they're going to come out one a week so basically you open up your system and there's a new game on it one day i don't know how that release schedule is going to go more specifically than they're going to do one per week um but they'll subsequently release games in the future for it if you saw the picture it's got a crank on the side which is actually going to be used for gameplay mechanics they said they just thought it was interesting but it's not going to be anything that's like super vital um but it's definitely unique. And last thing, um, it's going to debut in 2020 for $149 here in the U.S. Quick, uh, quick reaction on this. Any interest at all?
2: It's, it's, it's tough now that Switch went portable. Right. And completely changed the way that handheld gaming is played.
0: You get a high-definition experience during right the palm of your hands, and then not to mention mobile gaming.
2: Yeah, I, I, like, you, to take Breath of the Wild or Mario Odyssey on the go, I don't think there's a higher high for handheld gaming than something like that. Yeah, I, I, d- I
0: don't know. It, it intrigues me. I wonder if I would be a little more interested if it was $99.
2: Yeah, the price seems a little much.
0: We'll see. A lot can change in uh, a year or however long before they release it.
2: Right. Um, you know, Now with the 3DS really kind of being put to pasture, I've, I've wondered if handheld gaming is doesn't really have the place that it used to in the gaming industry it's now.
0: tough to compete with the switch and the like yeah. i said mobile gaming yeah. tablet gaming you name it
2: i mean the technology that you've got in smartphones and tablets you can make reasonably engrossing games on those now
0: oh yeah it's, for sure it's
2: not limited to
0: just candy crush or farmville anymore no some of the biggest games in the world are you know housed right there uh any appeal to you jared for this at all
1: i saw the crank i thought it was because it was powered by an actual crank <laughs> <or something,
0: right? laughs> so like, did i that yeah. would have yeah. been awesome like.
1: actually um <laughs> No, probably not. I mean, the Switch covers that. That it's going to have 12 games is interesting. I would imagine they're all going to be exclusive, right? Because they're making the games and they're putting them on there. I have to imagine. Right. And what If you don't
0: like the game, they're done. Yeah. yeah.
1: I, I don't... There's no multiplayer availability? Like, how is that going to be factored in? Switch, you can play against people, right? And this right. is going to be... It's called Playdate, but are you always playing by yourself?
0: Yeah, I, that's a good question. I don't know. I, I'm interested to see where it goes over the next x amount of months I think it
1: looks kind of sharp and you know any new idea is, is kind of cool but uh, probably not for me i have yeah. two systems and that's probably <laughs> i probably don't need a third i'm um, uh, i'm with you on
0: that I, I think it's interesting and probably nothing more at this point i'd like to try it that's about it I'm, i don't see myself going out and spending money on it
2: yeah there's a curi- curiosity factor there. yeah
0: and it's it's unique which is, is good which i think was part of the appeal of the switch Oh, absolutely. When they came out. Um, other bit to get to on the news is um, this just dropped like an hour ago, Sea of Solitude, which is an EA Originals game. It debuted at E3 last year. Basically, uh, what EA does is they've got like a kind of an indie division. So they'll, they'll put money behind an indie developer. And uh, they're doing that for this game called Sea of Solitude. Uh, but anyway, it's going to come out July 5th. Uh, so just a little over a month to go before that comes out. We did publish uh, some articles on that. Last June for E3, so we'll dig those up. Uh, you can check it out. Looks like a fun game. Kind of smaller scale. Um, definitely downloadable. I don't know what the price is going to be. I imagine anywhere from maybe 15 to $20. Uh, but hope it does well. All right. We want to get to uh, some of our E3 predictions here. Some of the most fun, like I said, we, we kind of have here. Uh, do you have three? I do. All right. So, Jared, if you want to chime in here, we, we've each got three um, why don't you lead us off, Jeff? Uh,
2: uh, my first prediction is that Microsoft will announce new titles being developed by Playground Games, Undead Labs, and Ninja Theory, three of the variety of studios that they announced they acquired last year to be first-party or second-party developers for them.
0: I feel like that's a pretty safe bet. I think, <laughs> micro,
2: I think without Sony and micro, uh, uh, at E3 this year, I think Microsoft is going to try and go all out, so they are going to try and announce as many games as humanly possible. Even if they're, even if all they can show is you know a, a a brief teaser or a title or just some concept art, I think they're going to try and throw everything at the wall this year.
0: I think they have to. Do you think we see? Unless this is further down your prediction line, do you think we see the uh, the title of the new Xbox?
2: I really, I go back and forth on that. Me too. I don't
0: know how that's going to pan out. Hmm. Is there anything that Microsoft? feasibly could announce that would make you jump ship from, from Sony.
1: No. <laughs> that's not I mean that's not because of any sort of superiority so much as I just can't imagine what they could do right where I would just scrap everything and start anew.
0: Yeah, I I hear you there. I what's funny is this generation, the PS four definitely had the better um exclusives between the ps4 and the xbox one like it's not even close I, I, there's just not even the volume there for microsoft and um and that's got to change if they want to compete which is what led them to buying all those studios um last year
2: yeah because there's more than what i just mentioned there there are several that they announced they were bringing in under their umbrella i bet you they announced some more too oh for sure which no they're gonna i think they're gonna try and toss
1: everything at the wall this e3
0: um, Jared, how do you feel about the Batman Arkham series? Do you play any of those games?
1: Yes. Uh, I lost track of them, but I played one of them. Maybe the first one. What was the first um, one? Arkham. Asylum.
0: There was Asylum and then there was city.
1: I think I played Arkham Asylum. Okay. Which was great, right?
0: Yeah. They're all, oh, great. well, it's my favorite series <laughs> of all time. So okay.
1: I'm, I'm biased towards it. Sure. I, I, I think I only played the one and it was fantastic. And I probably should go play the rest if I like that one. Um, but yeah, a ton of fun. So, except the flying mechanics sometimes were difficult. Like the challenges where you had to fly through rings and all that when you would yeah, I couldn't do that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was uh, it was difficult. You might have played Arkham City. I'm trying to think back now.
1: But maybe that's the one I played instead of Arkham Asylum. I, pl- I played Arkham City. So, uh, City
0: was pretty open world for yes. the most Yep, okay. Yes, okay, then I played yeah, that one. Gotcha. Yeah, that is l- legitimately my favorite game ever. The
1: fighting um, engine's awesome, yeah. counterattacks, all that. You just are relentlessly cool while you're doing stuff you know
0: it feels like you're in control
1: right it's it's (laughs) awesome
0: so rocksteady made those games uh they've been working on something since the end of their arkham trilogy a few years back we don't know what we have no idea it's always a sticking point with me i'm gonna predict in hopes that this is kind of wrong um we do not find out anything about rocksteady's new project you're still
2: thinking we gotta wait huh
0: I'm still thinking we uh, gotta wait. I I'm think they're tied to Sony a little bit. Yeah. Unless Microsoft kinda, you know, dove into their pockets a bit.
2: That would be a big get for Microsoft.
0: <laughs> it would. Uh, I, I wanna know what they're doing. I know, I have no idea you what they're doing. Are they going me.
2: back to Batman? Or are they grabbing another no. like DC well, property maybe? And if it's and if so, what's the DC property? Green Lantern, Wonder Woman, Superman? Any chance it's an original IP. Maybe. But how could that? I don't know. Like, there's just so they much did po- so well with Batman. Yeah, there's so much potential with the other DC superheroes. Yeah. And I mean, Wonder Woman 1984 comes out next
0: year. You could maybe tie into that. Yeah, I know. It's I always find it fascinating that Arkham Asylum was supposed to be a Dark Knight, like basically tie-in game, and they scrapped it because it wasn't good. And, and then, then it turned out, turned out amazing. amazing you know, arguably one of the better games of that generation. Uh, Jeff, prediction number two. What you got? All
2: right, this one kind of makes me weep a bit, but it's... Oh boy, exactly, yours is morbid too, huh? Exactly how I see it. Um, I don't think we will see or hear anything about the sequel to Breath of the Wild from Nintendo.
0: Oh, I would say that's a pretty sure bet too.
2: I, I mean, I know they're, they're further along in development. They had Monolith Soft come in to help with assistance on that. Um, but I think in terms of Zelda representation, of the C3, you'll maybe see that rhythm action game cadence of Hyrule. Um, but for the most part, they'll focus on that Link's Awakening remake coming out later this year.
0: Yeah, I feel like we're not close to a sequel to that.
2: There's also a rumor going around that um, the HD versions of Wind Waker and Twilight Princess are going to be ported to Switch very soon.
0: See, I would see that as a holdover, yeah. right? Like, no, that's they'll, enough they'll to kind of keep all fans these, satisfied. Know,
2: little, little smaller Zelda games, and then maybe next year we see the Breath of the Wild sequel.
0: Well, as you can tell, you know, Rocksteady's been on my mind. This is a, an offshoot prediction. But I think it's going to happen. And I have no reason to believe this. Like, There's no rumors or anything like that that I saw. But um, Batman Return to Arkham was uh, Arkham Asylum and Arkham City. They brought it to the uh, Xbox One and PS4 generation. Uh, I predict that's coming to Switch. Because the 10th anniversary of Arkham Asylum is uh, this August. So what better time to bring those to that device? I I think it would make sense. Because Arkham City was on...
2: Yeah, there was Wii an, U. Yeah, there was an enhanced port of it to the Wii U, and I think it was a launch game actually. Arkham City, Armored might was have the game actually.
0: Yeah, yeah, interesting.
2: With all the DLC and stuff like that.
0: So that's kind of my prediction for that. I think also like that's the only feasible way that they increase sales for that series at this point. Yeah. is if they bring for, it to another brand generation new platform, right? Exactly, true, true. And the Switch can handle it.
2: Oh yeah, for sure.
0: Um, what you got for number three,
2: Jeremy? Do you like Final
1: Fantasy? I have played, boy, which one? Seven, <laughs> ten. Um, much like my RPG life, I bounce in and out, but I have played some Final Fantasies. I have put in 100-hour Final Fantasy oh, games. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there have been a couple that I've jumped in on, a couple that just kind of missed me. Gotcha. Um, I'm
2: thinking we're going to get the release window for that Final Fantasy 7 remake. Maybe See, not at least. I like all date, of your predictions. I feel like the release safe. window. Okay. Okay. P- oh God!
0: Final Fantasy fans have been clamoring yeah. for more of that game, for more of that. So if we get nothing, like I think the reaction is going to be pretty hilarious.
2: Yeah, maybe. Well, they did just show a teaser earlier this month, actually, at a Sony State of Play event, which was like the first footage in years. Gotcha. But now that Kingdom Hearts Three is out, now that that's done, I think Sony is much oh, yeah. is much further along in the development of this. So they're going to get that. Like I said, get a release
0: window out. Jeez, that took forever, right? Gosh, not. I'm not talking about me playing through that game, but <laughs> just the wait for oh, Game Heart. Right? It just took forever. Um, for three, my third prediction here. Um, I say, so it's kind of kind of a two parter. We get a title for Crystal Dynamics Avengers Project that we know they're working on, but no gameplay or release date. Despite all the success from Infinity War and Endgame that we've seen, obviously in the last year and a half here,
2: also well, we got Ultimate Alliance three four. Mm,
0: that's very true. <laughs> so that maybe buys them some time too. However, I have I've seen a lot of uh, hate on that game being Switch exclusive. Yeah, well, too bad
2: Nintendo was the one who made it
1: happen. So I know, I go know. Go get, go get a if Switch. You're that upset about
0: yeah. it. Big Avengers guy, Marvel.
1: Yeah. Not a big Marvel guy. Uh, missed a lot of them. Jumped in for Infinity War and Endgame. There are a lot Fair to enough. keep up with. There's a lot to keep up with. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, like them just fine. Just didn't religiously stay with all 21. Uh, Were they 21? 22? Tw- tw- 22 or
0: 23 now, actually. Yeah, what was Endgame? It was
1: 21 before Captain Marvel. Is that number 22? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay, okay so
2: Endgame was 23
1: though. Okay, there you go. <laughs> So I didn't see the twenty one. I also not (laughs) all of them at least. Uh, I didn't see Captain Marvel either, but a bunch. I'd say I I might have seen about half of them. That's fair. Along the way,
0: a uh, a coworker of mine had not seen. She she'd seen like Guardians of the Galaxy and maybe an Iron Man, and uh, she was watching Game of Thrones and not into it. And I was like. What about this instead? So she's like halfway through the MCU right now. She's which just
2: binging them all. She's huh? binging
0: them all. <laughs> yeah, like she's still with it. I was like, if you don't like it, you can stop anytime, but you know, she likes it. So uh, those are our predictions for this E3. Uh, we'll have a full article on that at thegeekiverse.com very shortly. We want to hear from you, the community, on those. Go to facebookcom thegeekiverse. Tell us what you think your uh, E3 predictions are, or you know, tell us how wrong you think ours are. That'd be great too.
2: Jeremy, if there was a dream game that could be announced at E3 this year, what would it be
0: for you?
1: <laughs> um, that's a good question. I hmm, w- that's hard. M- it, the problem <laughs> is the reason it's a dream, a lot of the games you're mentioning, you know, you say you want to hear the Breath of the Wild uh, sequel. That's probably my answer. I would just want to roll back into that. Um, we got a good, we got a good uh, guy, Josiah. I, yeah, we I know. Really, I guest. told you, he's speaking I in your like language. This guy just, a lot. <laughs> I'm Just saying, I would, you know, because that's what I got the switch for. Right. Everything you said about the ability to take it with you on the road, like to play a game like that on a bus, is you know, it's it's out of this world. So I would say that. I would say, I, I would love to just go back. I'd like DLC for Red Dead Redemption 2. That's what I'd really like. Is The Witcher Three gave? I mean, that was a huge game, and they had a whole DLC pack that was big. Yeah. Breath of the Wild had a huge DLC pack. Like, get, if I could get downloadable content for Red Dead 2, I would be all about it. What's the price? I'll pay it, you know? Yeah. I'll, give me 30 more hours in that world. They built this huge world, and, you know, I, 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 it's just me. I like Westworld. I like Westerns. I like everything about life in the West, and faking that i live there so dlc for red dead would be right at the top of things that i would want
2: i don't think you're asking for a lot too i think we are it's gotta be coming we are are definitely gonna see dlc for red dead redemption too no doubt about it right yeah but
0: maybe after they they roll through this kind of online opening window right
2: yeah like but no it's coming there's just there's no way it's not gonna be eventually released too big too popular too uh, lauded of a game
0: oh for sure I, i mean gta set records for like entertainment industry Sales. Red Dead was right behind it with Red Dead Redemption 2. So that's saying so much.
1: It's insane. But GTA did this. How did GTA work? it? Because first they went online and then they did DLC. Because (laughs) the online, same kind of thing. GTA, way back when, didn't they ruin their whole economy with all the, like giving out the money to everybody because of the problems that they had early on?
0: They had a reset.
1: Yeah. I was one that jumped on and got in and kept getting reset and kept getting reset. And Uh. then here's $250,000 and all right, see you later. I don't care. Like there's nothing really for me here right so, I think you're right the online
2: definitely came before the DLC packs
0: yeah. Or and, and, and
1: by that time I had already kind of been lost sure and you know it's archived off my system and I'm on to new games so yeah give me some Red Dead
0: yeah I like the thought of that I think um, man, I wonder if you get even like a teaser for it they, uh, they, Rockstar tends to do stuff with Sony. That's the thing. they
2: don't have a but lot of no, Sony pre- this year.: Yeah, they don't have a lot of E3 presence in general now without Sony being there.
0: Yeah, I don't know, but uh, you know maybe Microsoft has something up their sleeves with that. They'd have to shell out for it though. no doubt about it. any, uh, any final thoughts on on E3?
2: It'll be a fun one. I be mean, an interesting though, one without even, Sony Yes, even though Sony's not there, I think Microsoft and Nintendo are going to really go all out this year.
0: Yeah, I'm hoping for big presentations from both.
1: You mentioned heavy hitters coming to Switch. What's uh, what's on the list there? Oh, Mario July's Ma- heavy. Yeah, well, I mean, June, end of June at least, too.
2: Mario Maker 2 at the end of June, which is looking outstanding. I'm I'm just seriously impressed by how much content they're jamming yep.
0: into this. A lot of good early impressions from what I heard. Yeah, uh, Fire
2: Emblem Three Houses, end of July. Yeah. Um, There is a spiritual uh, successor to the Castlevania games coming out end of June, like 2D side-scroller, which we have not seen in a long time because Castlevania is basically dead thanks to Konami. Um, Other than that, you're going to see Wolfenstein Youngblood release on Switch, which is uh, seriously impressive that they got that to work on there. Otherwise, you have um, a game from Platinum Games, the developer of the Bayonetta Games, called Astral Chain. That's at the end of August. Um, There's also still the... um, suggestion that Damon X Machina which is like a cel-shaded mecha action game coming out this summer too. So there's a bunch of stuff between Nintendo properties. Oh, and I completely forgot Marvel Ultimate uh, Alliance 3. I got one exclusive. I've got one
1: more game which I know does have a sequel coming up that you just reminded me of is Hollow Knight. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Hollow Knight was a tremendous game. I loved it. Um it kind of for me, you know, I play so many open world, so many RPGs and like to finally go, get that Throwback side-scrolling nope. old-school Nintendo game, but totally you know pimped out. Uh, was <laughs> fantastic, and I know they're they're doing. They had downloadable content because when I got it, I got all that with it, and they're doing a sequel too. Yep. So yeah. that was just announced recently, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a game that I will 100% get the sequel to Hollow Knight because I spent tons of time with it. That was on a ton of Game of the Year lists. Yeah, yeah despite oh, for being sure. you
2: know what you would call an indie title or a lower yeah. budget title. The line's it was, blurred now. It, you know? Absolutely, there's the, the, we've like really seen a renaissance for these indie games, like these side scrollers. Yeah, they're made so much
0: um, more complex than you know ever before. Oh, I agree. It's funny. One of my resolutions at the beginning of the year, we always do like a, a resolutions list on the Geekiverse. Mine was to play more small scale games because like you know between this work newborn all the above it's like i want to play a game and not forget where i was if i can't get to it for a week or two um so kind of that's why i'm going through orion the blind forest i've cuphead next which i'm scared to death of
2: oh it's gonna beat the crap out of you yeah i'm sorry to but it's gonna beat the crap out of you it's gonna be
0: bad may have to have seth's nephew or to (laughs) you know beat a few of those levels um that's all we had on uh on e3 when we wrap up here Jeff, uh, where can we find you on social media? What can you plug for the Geekiverse?
2: I am on Twitter at Jeffrey Povs mm-hmm. and Instagram Jeff Pavlock. I'm in full Godzilla King of the Monsters. Ah, uh, yes. Right now. Yes, two days away. Yep. Cannot wait. Been waiting five years for this. So glad to see the big guy on screen again. He basically bought an entire
0: row and just like selling yeah. people ongoing <laughs> no, to it.
2: No, no joke about that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, so we uh, we had a busy month. Uh, we just had Nickel City Con, which was awesome. Uh, this episode, which I failed to mention at the beginning, and I'm very sorry, uh, sponsored by our friends at Dave and Adams as we're sitting in Dave & Adams' uh, store on Sheridan Road. They've got everything. So I was always a huge Dave and Adams fan uh, because of their Sabre signings, but um, recently they've expanded into comics and everything that you would love from a geeky standpoint. They've got video games as well. You play Magic the Gathering. This is a good yeah. place to come as well. So uh, check out Dave and Adams online. Um, We also want to say a quick shout-out to one of our partners uh, over at 26 Shirts and Fantastic Del Reed, wonderful human being, one of my favorite people on this earth. Uh, They, right now, are running a shirt uh, based on Thor Ragnarok, and uh, the title is The Revolution Has Begun, Uh, so that is based on everyone's favorite character, Korg. And uh, proceeds from those sales, which only go through June second, by the way, so you better move fast. Uh, go to thirteen thirty Cancer Connect, uh, which is a, a wonderful cause. So you can check that out right at twenty six shirts dot com slash fantastic. Jeremy White who needs no really introduction or outro. Um, where can if someone is somehow not following you on Twitter, where can they find you? And anything to plug for WGR at all?
1: Uh, nothing to plug. You can listen to me think about the Sabres all the time. Um, <laughs> I talk about the Sabres too much. Um, no, I mean, I'm on Twitter at JeremyWGR and, uh, you know, tweeting too much like most of us are. Yes, it's uh, it's hard. It's hard.
0: <laughs> I, I'm right with you, man. It, it's, it's addicting. But uh, another addiction is the Sabres, and I don't know if it's healthy yep. or not. Yep. So, it's definitely not. It's no, no, they, no.
1: They occupy my thoughts way too much. I'll just be <laughs> driving around thinking about what they can do to finally get good. Please. Someday. Just for
0: the love of God, do anything. And then it's it's so bad. Like, I'm in a season ticket pool, and then my wife's uh, – one of her colleagues is like, hey, you want to get in on our pool? I'm like, no. I just – I'm sorry. It's hard. But uh, I am at Josiah D. Leroy on Twitter, um, much like Jeremy, tweeting about the Sabres way too much. Um, It's not my job, though, so I have a poor obsession and uh, always talking about video games and Marvel. Love Marvel um we have a busy week e3 is june 9th uh, that's sunday we'll have coverage all throughout the week articles videos reaction as well as a special edition episode of geeks got game that'll be our next episode we're not going to attend the uh the event this year but we'll be here in buffalo uh doing some live streams and some fun stuff so uh, check that out right at the geekiverse.com you can check us out on all our uh, social media facebook.com slash if you want to get in on the conversation uh, last plug for us here is we have a Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash the Geekiverse. Uh, for as little as a dollar a month, you can subscribe there. Uh, get exclusive perks. It would go a long way for us. Uh, and Jeff, of course, the cliche thing to say is, what does it help us do? Keep the lights on. Keep the lights on. So, um, yeah, check that out. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Jared, it was a blast having you on.
1: Anytime. Uh, really
0: excited. Please come back, my friend. I yeah, will. Yeah. I will. It's... Uh, talk about zelda and oh, everything yeah. nintendo all day so it'd be great <laughs> but uh for Jar for jeff i'm josiah thanks again we'll see you later